Hello and welcome to The Schism. The Schism. This podcast is all about critical thinking, dot connecting, the nature of reality, and trying to uncover the truth about the world we live in, society, who we are, and where we come from. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Schism. The Schism. Today I have my co-host Adam joining me and also a very special guest, the D. Say hello, D. Hello. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> there he is. Right, here I am. I yeah. mean, I say special guest, but you know, like you are special. You are definitely a special guy. But I think, you know, we see you as a, a long-standing member of uh, this an integral, podcast. Integral part of the team. Yeah, I mean, time will tell. Get legs yeah. on this and get it moving. Yeah, like you, you know, you do well this time around. Well, yeah, you know, I'm going to have to bring the fans, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> he's laid back, this one. He's laid back, D. He's called D because he's our drug dealer. No, 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 no he's not. But this episode <laughs> is the start of our drug episodes where we're going to be talking about mind-altering drugs, drugs that change your perception, mainly focusing on psychedelics. But this first episode, we're going to kick things off with weed, marijuana, sensimedia, hashish. (laughs) It's not really a psychedelic drug, but I think you could argue it does have psychedelic properties. It definitely changes your perceptions, opens new pathways. Like it's it they they call they I mean they tell you at school like it's a gateway drug, meaning that it will it will lead to taking other drugs, which it kind of does. But it did, well, it, it did for me. Yeah, same. <laughs> In the case of experimentation, me too. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, it's a gateway drug in the sense that it does actually open new gateways, new pathways. New doors. Yeah. In your mind. And it does get you thinking about things from early on. Like when, I mean, Jesus, we, we started smoking weed quite, quite early, really. What, what, I think what, I was, I was a little bit later than you, you, uh, late bloomer, late bloomer, but like still, like I'd say like six, 15, 16, I think maybe probably yeah. 16. Just probably. Adam. Probably old by today's standards. The little kids getting a lot younger these days. But me, oh, I'm yeah. like 15, 16. Like, I, don't know, I might have had a similar. puff on a joint before then. but Similar for me. Yeah, maybe I had like a puff of, of, of one at a party or something. I thought, oh, yeah. I think it was I, college. I, I, I think smoked when... it. But yeah, it wasn't really college until we really kind of like blazed into it. I was saying like earlier, like it, it, it co- like the, the years kind of coincided with the release of Dr. Dre. 2001. Because <laughs> <laughs> it actually come, it didn't come out in 2001, did it? It came out in like, 1999. Yeah, like slight, slightly before. 99 or 2. Yeah, no, it did come out in 1999 because he wanted to call it the Chronic 2000, didn't he? But, but it had already, already been taken. Shug Knight had the uh, name, didn't he? Yeah, so it's a change. That old Shug Knight, that old dog, I twisted your tricks. Such a Shug Knight move. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he just—he's not really. He gonna... sort of preempted that he wanted that. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's like, like buying domain names. Yeah, you like buy DavidBeckham.com in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, you no like interest it. in football. Yeah, <laughs> your, your name is like Ali Muhammad and you bought DavidBeckham.com. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's just a bit of a low-life move, isn't it, from yeah. Shook Knight? But this is Shook Knight. He's not going to do anything with it. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's just going to sit on it to be like, ha-ha, I've got it. Yeah, like, or if, if he does put something out, it'll be some awful like comp album with just like a load of like, Z cuts that just never fucking made it and he'll like put it out like his Dr. Dre endorsed <laughs> yeah <laughs> stick him all the way poor old Andre Young eh yeah. but yeah like that that definitely was our like soundtrack of the time and then we went back and listened to The Chronic and Doggy Style and all these like you know West Coast you, you can't albums. believe how much hip hop is all about smoking dope especially when it comes to Cypress Hill yeah, the mate, two just yeah, go, go together like they really do complement each other so so well, and even though what, we're Cypress from... Hill and smoking weed, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> can't really. I mean, can you enjoy them without smoking weed? Yeah. Well, I've never known a band to write so many songs about smoking weed. I don't, yeah. I don't know a song. Maybe one song. Was it in? No, no, <laughs> that that in the no, no, that's that like rock superstar. Maybe <laughs> that was more science led. That. <laughs> What about... Oh, no, actually, yeah, they were talking about weed, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe... Rap Superstar? Rap... Ooh. That's a good one. That's, that's, that's more like, you know... Well, I of... just said rock. You've just changed it to rap. For the... <laughs> well, they're both. Yeah, they had an A and a B. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, they had Rap Superstar and Rock Superstar, and they were, like, kind of identical, but one had... Slightly more guitar. One had Deftones on it. Chino. Yeah, yeah. Chino. Yeah, one had like the M&M. Save your money, man. Save your money. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people that probably have no idea what we're talking about. No, no, no. no. no let's this, go back. This is, this is exactly what weed is, isn't it? <laughs> Just opening the conversation to absolute randomness. Yeah. It like, it, you know, at a time where a lot of our friends, like we watched the streets video earlier the mike skinner video uh the irony of it all where it where it's him as like a lager lout as one character and then him as the stoner as the other character oh yeah i remember that i like feel like when a lot of our friends were first like oh i can go to the pub and they were kind of living that life like we were still going out in our cars and we were going to find like quiet spots because we couldn't really do it around each other's houses and like smoking weed and having these like in-depth random sometimes deep philosophical conversations and really sort of like while you recline the car seat back and chat (laughs) yeah yeah like it didn't always go there but you know sometimes you might just be listening to some music or something getting really deep into that but you the the difference between conversations of the guys at the pub compared to us lot yeah have been dramatic yeah yeah so i do feel like we were kind of like when i look back at it now at the time, it just felt like we were kids up to no good. But really, when I look back now, I think you know, I was kind of like evolving spiritually. I was evolving in a imaginative, creative kind of sense. Yeah. I was really having quite deep thoughts and deep conversations and delving into my like inner consciousness more and expanding my horizons in every sense because of weed so it was yeah. a gateway drug but in a really positive way yeah like i definitely like as you were saying like where we used to be like go down in a car um and park somewhere so you usually at night and 
Yeah, you used to get usually well, under the cover of darkness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you used to get stoned and look at the stars and think about you know where you are in this universe and think about our place and even just you know it could go into religion and God and even just creation your, your purpose. Like, yeah, like here, exactly. Or... Like yeah, I mean, and because we were sort of forced, because you couldn't just go around someone's house and be like. We're just skinning up a joint, like you know. Don't yeah, mind yeah. me, Mrs. Smith. I'm yeah. just going to use your front table, pass <laughs> the tray in the Rizlan. And if you did have a friend that was like, "My dad don't mind" or something, you're always yeah, just a bit like, it's still a bit shook in it. I don't know about that, really. It's <laughs> a mind. Like we can pass it around if you like. You think? Yeah, he'll have some. <laughs> Even as a kid, you're like, that's not good parenting. Yeah, yeah. it just doesn't feel right. <laughs> Like, oh, you know, the the best you might hope for is like you, got, you can go into your mate's garage or something. But really, we were kind of like finding these secret spots that were in the middle of nowhere. Like we used to have a place near us that we nicknamed Teletubbies because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like this, gr- like this open grass field, but it had these kind of unusual... Almost man-made looking yeah, dome, domes, humps. Out of grass, yeah. And it looked like the artificial land of like and, the And there was rabbits going about, like Teletubbies. Yeah. yeah. If, if no one understands what we're talking about here, because this could be anyone across the world, <laughs> so Teletubbies is a British children's... Oh, pretty weird. Weird programme, best way to describe it, of a fictional land where it's... Well, just type in Teletubbies in Teletubbies into yeah. Google. You'll yeah. get it. They were all yeah. sort of like genderless. Like it was ahead of its time in that sense. Yeah, I mean, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like well, this was it? transgenderism before people even knew what the hell that that, that was. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they were all a bit suspect. You know, yeah, one yeah. of them had a handbag, and one of them was called Tinky Winky. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was all a bit weird. That yeah. you know, they one they, had a dipstick. Mm, I know, questionable. Yeah. Yeah, very weird. But the place that we used to go to, we nicknamed Teletubbies. And in our very high states, sometimes we were like, oh, my God, this place is just amazing. You know, like when I look back at it again now, I'm like, we were actually really getting in touch with with nature because we were going out. We were going to the forest. We would go and smoke weed or take shrooms or whatever. you know the 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 forest. We go camping. We go to the beach. We go fishing. We go, go out in the stars. Yeah, yeah. Literally go somewhere where there wasn't. We were lucky enough to live out in the English countryside where there wasn't loads of pollution, and you can go out and at, actually look at the stars. But again, whilst most people were like down the pub or at the bar or the club, or whatever, like yeah. for many years we we were doing that. We were outside looking at the stars, and we were in our cars somewhere in a car park pretty uneventful but well unless there's doggers yeah 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 Yeah, you always come this is the thing in our experience when you find these weed spots sometimes you find more than a weed weed smoking spot yeah Yeah, for anyone flash the lights when you're parked (laughs) yeah but anyone not not aware there's like a a uk um phenomenon called dogging (laughs) and it's basically where people go out this is how miserable Britain is. Like people go out in their cars. Is it UK based or come I, on? It must it might be. be. No, it's I a swear UK I've seen thing it in American so. films. Well, it might not be called dogging in like other countries. Maybe you'll hear this and you'll think, "Yeah, we have that too." But <laughs> yeah, it's called dogging. I see it as a very British thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, people British. go out normally in couples. They have sex in like little kind of remote 
parking spot somewhere off like weirdly the same place that you go to to smoke a joint the only other people you used to see were doggers yeah yeah and they, not, not that we went out looking for them but and then yeah. if you're another couple in a car you watch yeah, them no. have sex yeah so i think what what it is is you like you're a couple you go there you park up you flash the lights then you get in the back you know a lot about it and then uh, you start, mm, straight you start having mm. a bit of how's your father okay. and then people start peering in the window. Yeah? That's like they that's get what it out is. of the car. No, no, they, stay, they the couple stay in the, the car and then the other people come up to the car and like it's like a you know, peep a peep show. show. Yeah. But in the woods in See, a, I the thought car like park, everyone kind people of jacking stayed. off around the car. Jacking up around the car. Yeah, and a couple inside having sex. The car's and covered like, 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 like a load of birds have been at it. Good turnout today. Good turnout. It's a real circle jerk. Yeah. The windscreen wipers on. Could almost say it's a different shade of white today. Honestly, I think you've got the wrong idea there. I don't no, think that's, I think what, that's it is. what it is. I think that's I think, fucking hell, we've researched so many. So much stuff for this podcast. Well, what we haven't done any research in is the dog in. No, we were talking about yeah. when. Now we're talking no, about I, I think How did we get to right. I think weed. it's when it's the weed talking. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's when people. Are, right, so you're a couple. You're in a car. Another car pulls up beside you. They're also a couple. You both start having sex whilst peering in at the other couples. I think there may be a bit of that, but I, I think it's, you know, you park, you flash to say, oi, we're about to come and have so a you look. I think there's solo and warriors then, there. I think there's couples that go in, they have sex in their car, but they they flash the lights to say, come on, come and have a look. And that's pretty much what... <laughs> and I, you think I, there's solo warriors there? You think there's you, people that oh, just yeah, go there that go solo. there just to watch, just, yeah. Just, I just yeah. a strum one off in the cold, wet car park. God forbid, do it in the I, middle I of December. God. Yeah. Crikey, quite getting a hard one out there in British snow. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's... It'll be flicking a hard... Maybe it's like, seasonal. It'll be by flicking a hard tic-tac or something. I, I think it's mainly couples, right? Because imagine if someone said to you, oh, uh, this weekend, <laughs> doing a bit of dogging. You'd be like, oh, yeah, what, you and the missus going on? I didn't know you were into that. No, mate, just on my own. You'd be like, what? Yeah, but... Well, who you think, like, that's not yeah, really but, dogging, is it? Yeah, but, no, no, I, I just go there like... It's like, you're a peeping Tom. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think anyone does that, like go and try and impress their mates by saying, I'm going dogging. <laughs> they, they're not like, mate, you heard me and the bird went out dogging. Who says that? <laughs> the guys down the pub I'm talking about. <laughs> the ones who aren't smoking weed. So, are you saying, are you saying more that the people watching would be like innocent bystanders? No, they'll be like the dog walkers. Right, exactly. Like someone who's just there, but like, like they're having sex in public in a car, but anyone might see. Not necessarily perverts that are going there. No, no, perverts that. are going there, and they, but they go there telling their wife, "Oh, I'm just going to walk the dog." But really, right. they're going to the car park because they know someone's okay. going to flash their this, lights. Is this where the dogging? Is yeah, this why it's called dogging. That's why I think it's called dogging. Okay. The, uh, is this the first conspiracy we've cracked? <laughs> like, I remember once we put the full beams on and there was a woman with her legs up. Yeah, remember? but I don't think there was men or Maybe people you, watching, but I think there was probably... Like, you would, like, <laughs> one of the places was called Shaggers, weren't it? 
I'm pretty sure it was called Trackers because like teen couples who've just got their car and their license right, yeah, would one, go down there. One of the places to, to you used to go to car. was Teletubbies, and then another one was actually called Shaggers. <laughs> what was Shaggers? I totally forgot about that. I until it was Shaggers was like another one that was more like, like amazing sort of way. Wasn't I it? think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, like part of the Lee Valley car park. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that old natural spot. Yeah. <laughs> But what, I mean, how funny when you think about it that like, people on the outskirts of society, like stoners, doggers, like, are going to these like secret spots. Yeah, where within, the police like, aren't there. Within the suburbs where it's like, you know, the police don't go. Sometimes the police did did pull in there. It's yeah. like, and you thought, oh no. But to be honest, even when we probably completely hotbox the car out and it was just smoke filled, like if we'd un- unwound the window, it would have been like a scene a from a hip-hop video, Dr. Dre video, like, <laughs> like bellowing out, like, yes, officer. Like, <laughs> like, what smoke? <laughs> yeah, they. I think they knew what was going on and they, they just left it alone. They, yeah. they were probably like, Oh, there's gay doggers now, is there? Oh. <laughs> they thought they were only getting younger. Well, either that, they're in a barbecue in the middle of their car with the windows up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Probably a bunch of stoners, sir. Like, we lived in a pretty quiet town. Like, I feel like we were the rebels, really. I mean... But cannabis has changed a lot because like, back in our day, like we all talk about weed now, but cannabis and strains, but back in our day... Hashish. Hash. Hash. Oh, That's hash-ish. all you could get. Oh yeah, that was all was you it? could get. It was either hash or just like shit weed, and and the hash was the preferable option. Yes, yeah. to some and of the weed, it was like, it was like oh, it? get the hash. It's it's cheaper and it gets you more high. I, f- I think the, it and was the weed because, was just terrible. Yeah, the, t- the weed was like just sticks in a bag, wasn't it? It was just like it was like that weed. It was it wasn't like the, an average good bug bag of skunk come round once every blue moon. But when you're yeah. that young, you don't have yeah. Access it was to twenty it. quid as well, oh, and and you when when your first <laughs> your pocket money wouldn't allow it. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you were like, I could get two <laughs> lots of hash for that. <laughs> Do you take coins? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> your dealer got yeah. a jar. Yeah, that's the lot. I mean, we've all done it. You know when you're like. Like, look, I've got a ten or a five and <laughs> some coins. Oh god! Yeah, yeah. You don't want to do it. You don't want to do the it. The face he gives you back. Yeah, like I swear it. Once some like some used to be like cat like cash only, no coins. I mean, I've had it. I've, I've, I've had. No, no, not even like five and five ones. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you feel bad. Right? I've had yeah. to do it a few times, and like Lily, sometimes, like as I like, said, I'll just give him some coins, and I'm like, it's not the supermarket. <laughs> He'd be fine with it. I'm like, he might be fine with it, but he's, you know, he's a dealer. You don't want to. No, he take the coins, like, and I'm like thinking, he's not. Well, yeah, how many that, coins? Like, what? Not, not. You're not going lower than fifty p's, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, you, you always say that little joke. You always say when you do it, you go, oh, it's it's all hard tender, mate. It's all hard currency, and he always says that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Scottish money's good money. Oh, what do you mean? It's Scottish I've never money. seen that face, bro. I've never seen that face. It don't look like anyone. Trust does. me. Why is it all green? It ain't the queen, man. No, places don't take Scottish money. Don't you ever tried that? Like, I've got I, like. I think I have once, but I've got a, long a Scottish, time ago. Scottish relative. Yeah. My stepdad's mum, Scottish, so. Sometimes we've had like she's giving us oh here's some money it's like Scottish money 
and and she always says, "Oh, it's legal tender." You know, they take it anywhere yeah, in Scotland. No, they won't. <laughs> like, they won't. That's the that's the sort of bottom line of it. Oh yeah, they take it. It's like it's like when people say, you know, they want stamps are legal tender. It's like yeah, as if you're going to buy. You buy like a chocolate bar with a load of stamps. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The local shop's going to accept that. Queen's Ed, mate. <laughs> Queen's Ed. Did the stamps blow? Got <laughs> <laughs> Queen's Ed on it. 25p each, then. Four worth a pound. You Think about want, it. You yeah. want 30 of them. So if I give you 120 stamps, that's 30 quid, right? <laughs> He'd be looking at you like, what the fuck, bro? So yeah, hash was the thing at the time. Yeah, that's it not- used to be the horrible stuff that when you used to when you used to like burn it and crumble it, we swear it used to, we always used to say it had bits of plastic it in did. it. It did. It had plastic bags yeah. in it. Yeah, it did. It, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a rubber occasionally as well. Yeah. I mean, it was the worst thing like when you were still at an age where you were trying to hide the fact that you were smoking from your parents, this was something that not only stank. <laughs> and like, you just, do you know what I mean? Like seep into your clothes. You just really, really that you must just smell that like she musty smell. smell. <laughs> and not only that, you get hot rocks in your clothes. Oh, gosh, You'd yeah. have little hose holes in your like. Your mum would be like, "What's that hole in your sweater?" And you're like, "Huh? What? Uh, hole? What? The, what hole? I don't. Know. It was. It was always been there, innit? I think that's like moth. Moth hole. Moth hole." <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Like, like brown like, fingers. Oh, yeah. I mean, do you remember like, people like burning, burning their, their fingers? Finger. Oh, mate. Yeah, yeah. That's why I've never liked it. Some yeah, people like, used to come into school like proud, like check that out, like just pulling the, the lump of dry skin. What's that? You can smoke that. Or at least a bit of shine to the thumb, thumb in it. Yeah. A bit because where they burnt the 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 like fingerprint off, yeah, like yeah. the edge. Yeah, because they they burn in it. Plays the guitar. Oh, the boulders, yeah, the boulders were like, the worst though because like there was no explanation and the scratching of them I mean you cannot identify one hole let alone 16 across one, <laughs> no. one especially they're all around your Johnson where you've been standing or sitting over a park bench <laughs> yeah. uh, in a car somewhere where the edge of your cherry is right over your lap and just one little flick of that hash joint and you weren't looking. <laughs> Shower. Yeah. And your you walls really you going, oh, shit, 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 in someone's car in the dark. You I mean. could smell it. You could smell it though, couldn't you? Sometimes you didn't realise you'd done it. <laughs> yes. And then you'll smell it. Yes. And then and then you're like, oh, shit, shit, yeah, shit. And it's burning. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like nylon. Yeah. At least I think it's nylon, but it doesn't smell like hash. It is my tracksuit bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever wanted to get like really high, really push the boat out, we would we would eat hash. We would burn it and put it on toast. Like, yeah. we're like, oh, like, toast! Like, <laughs> we're not even a cake. <laughs> yeah, like, not even a pre-mixed cake. We did <laughs> it on toast. I forgot about like, that. We could have done it in a cookie. We could have done it in a cake. We could have done, you know, just put, it on, <laughs> put it in peanut butter. Just put yeah. it in peanut a butter. Brownie. A brownie. Yeah. It looked like Marmite, but yeah. it tasted Of course, it now perfect. people would probably just get like an edible. Or yeah. they would yeah. like we just put it in a or, or maybe yeah. if they did do it themselves, they would go on YouTube and they would find a video about oh this is how you can make like hash cookies or something oh, like that. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But that's that's that was all just too much for us. No. Lot. We were just like, well, I'm not bothered about the actual it's eating. The like, 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 I remember eating it and holding my nose like, like I had a peg. <laughs> and we're talking that. <laughs> not back. even like like if I was to have to redo it. 
on toast. I'll probably like cook it in butter and then try and smother it on. For us at that age, I think it was more the sort of dare of it. Like, can you eat, go on, like, you haven't even eaten eaten half of it yet. Like, it's horrible. (laughs) Go on, pussy, I ate all of mine. (laughs) (laughs) They had had it in the Inbetweeners when he dares him, you know, the British like sitcom, innit? When the Inbetweeners, they dares him to eat uh, the piece of hash. And he's like, Will's going all weird and wigging out in the gig they're at and stuff. And he's like, I feel like in my bubble and I can't hear anyone. (laughs) (laughs) It has some pretty mad effects when you eat it, that's for sure. But we used to just burn it up, break it on a bit of toast, take the plums, just eat it as quickly as possible. We were more bothered about, you know, just getting it done and then the, the effect of it. It wasn't, oh, let's bake cookies, whatever. It was just like, let's just get it done and it was usually a bit of a like spare of the moment thing anyway like we could do that and then that would kind of shift things into a whole different perspective like the times where I actually ate hash or had like an edible oh very different so different from smoking it like Mm. that's when because we're going to talk about psychedelics after this but to me that's when weed kind of goes into this different realm of almost like a psychedelic drug because I've had an edible before and I've been tripping. Tripping yeah. balls, actually. I, sometimes I've felt more overwhelmed than if I've had shrooms or yeah. acid. Uh, it can be unbelievable, actually. It can take you on a real roller coaster. Yeah, because you're right. not really like, as prepared for it, so it can take you in a different way. Yeah, they do put warnings on those. On, uh, in Amsterdam, they don't put any warnings on any of the boxes of weed you buy, but they give you a good firm warning when you buy an edible. Yeah. And it comes in what is it's not like smoking it exactly because it comes in waves. Yeah, yeah similar and it, like shrooms again, similar to psychedelics. It kind of like because it's something maybe you've like ingested. You have these like really heavy waves and like you don't you want to be like indoors. Like it's all like it's again the same as psychedelics because it, when you eat an edible or. Like like we did eat a hash hash toast hash toast <laughs> is that the best we can call it the hash yeah, toast like we've not even got a name for it. Um, you want the right set and setting. You want to be yeah, with like your mates setting. in someone's like home or whatever. Be nice and safe, and you know it's the same like kind of principle as if you do psychedelics or whatever. You want to be somewhere where you're nice and safe and secure with people you feel very comfortable with. Can you imagine doing an edible and being in a room full of strangers? No, no. 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 I mean, that's worst nightmare stuff. <laughs> no, that is really bad. I've, I've been in a room where people have been, you know, like, stop talking about me. Yeah. It does, like, people kill the vibe of, of the whole it room. can flip people out. Like, there was a friend of ours. He will remain nameless for this podcast. Paul, if you're listening. <laughs> what up, Paul? Right, PJ? <laughs> but um, when we were... How old do you think? This would have been 17, I Yeah, think. okay, yeah. so like 17. So this is early, yeah, it's the hash My day, so it's early weed. The 16, hash era. Yeah. yeah, college. Your parents would, would have gone on holiday and we would have been doing it at yours, yes. Reese. they were away, so we'd like, like go away for holiday holiday We're going to like really go for it. We're going to eat like... <laughs> I'm gonna eat hash on toast. We were eating a lot. I, mean, I, I, was... I weren't here for this particular night, but Miami, did I hear about it? Yeah. So one of our friends, like, who who smokes a bit of weed, but has never, you know, gone. Not since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He he 
really took a turn for the worse. Like, it's not for everyone. I would say that with psychedelics and with, like, you know, really... Was he not okay he, when he was there, when he had it? And it was only he was when he went fine. home? Or did he, did he need to get his dad no, to No, he suddenly up? panicked and went, it's all too much, I've got to go home. And we were all just high off our tits, so we were just like... Yeah, okay, What are you cool. talking about? It's all right, it's all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I, I have to go, I have to leave. And then he sort of rushed off. We were like, ooh, okay, sue yourself kind of thing. Like, But, you know, he's like 17, you're right. Like, it doesn't, yeah, didn't bother us. Yeah, we were like, he, it's he, weed. he'll right. find his way home. Later on, he, he tells us when he was walking home, he was like, literally like running, but he was like running the gauntlet, <laughs> running, through, <laughs> running through the streets. And he, he, he said he was running through alleyways. And he was like, he's like, like, heard a bird or something, he brought like an hour's chasing him. And he thought, like, he, he, he was, he said, Oh my god, the, the walk home was just like the most dreadful thing ever. Like, he, th- he thought things were lurking in the shadows he every was corner. Yeah, like, there's a cat there, there's a bird there, there's an owl there, there's a, yeah. you know, eyes watching him. Like, so then he finally gets home and thinks, like, I'm just gonna go to bed, shut my eyes, it's all gonna go away. <laughs> his words, not mine, he said, He closed his eyes. And suddenly he started thinking of all the bad things, things in the world. world. That's a, a direct quote of what he said. Like, I just saw all the bad things in the world. And you can ma- imagine now like a montage <laughs> just, of just like Adolf Hitler, the Holocaust, yeah. like, war, famine, <laughs> plague, <laughs> starving Ethiopians, yeah. like, another missile, five girls, <laughs> <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> No, like, no, he he really freaked out. He woke his dad up and he said, Dad, I'm eating hash on toast and I need to go to the hospital. (laughs) (laughs) And for some reason, his dad decided he was going to stop. He obviously told his dad, I've eaten it at Reese's house. (laughs) We all did it. We all did it. And... They're okay, but I've it's affected me badly and blah blah blah. And his dad drove to my house. It's like late. Yeah, you know, like we'd I gone totally to sleep. forgot that until you this just like started early hours. And then it kind of got like ding dong ding. I was like, who the fuck is that at the door? Like I'm still completely spaced out. And then like Paul comes in, actually telling like you know the front door was open. <laughs> No, it wasn't. It was. Oh no, the front door was always open. It was always open. Yeah, yeah. Not not literally open, as in you could go into you could the front door. Into my house. You could security yeah. was just not my main yeah. thing. <laughs> no, no, not like it was open. No, but like, like you could like, just yeah. walk in. Like it like in an American show where they walk in through the front That's door. That's what a nice neighbourhood. Yeah, we, we yeah. came from. You could just leave your front. You door don't open. get that in the city, do you? <laughs> you don't. <laughs> it was a different time. It was, but. He just rushed in and he rushed into my bedroom and he said, and he explained it really quickly. Oh, my dad, uh, I, I freaked out. My dad's in the car. I've got to go to the hospital. Da, da, da. Will you come with me? And I remember literally just being like, fuck off, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> what, to hold his hand? I was like, no, man. And he was like, I don't know when this is going to end. And I was like, what? It's going to end. Like, you're just you stunned, just mate. need to ride it out. And he was like, I'm going to go and get Loz. Runs into the other room. Gets our other friend. He was obviously a better friend to him. 
because he, he, he actually was like oh get up and put on his trousers and his shoes and that was like oh you know like he, he obviously felt like fucking hell like, oh, I've got to take this guy like to the and hospital. his dad oh and then imagine the point like he probably feels like yeah I'm a good friend you know I'm doing this and then like that awkward like <clears throat> so he shuts the car door gets in he's like Mr. James <laughs> <laughs> You're suddenly in the car with the dad. He knows you've done it. Yeah. He, you're r- responsible. For at that point done. in time, you're the only one responsible yeah. out of his friends. <laughs> you're at his house. What was he at your house? Well, was at my house, but he's the friend in the car. Shit. He knows you're high. He knows you've got his son this high that he needs to go to the hospital. Then you've got the awkward car journey there. Right along the that, that would be like... Probably. Then he gets to the hospital. They're waiting there for hours. Yeah, you'd think it would have worn off. Apparently not. He's pacing up and down. He's like freaking out still, thinking of all the bad things in the world. <laughs> God knows. I don't know at this point. Right. <laughs> then, then he gets to see the doctor finally. I mean, doctor's like, my prognosis. You're high. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally like, have some orange juice. Do it, vitamin C. Get some sleep. You know, like sugar should shake you out of it. He he told him the same thing we told him. Yeah, you're high, mate. You're high. Ride it out. I know. know. Why don't you try and enjoy it? Like I feel out of control. Yeah. Some people like being out of control. Other people like that feeling. Why don't you try and like it? Why don't you surrender to the feeling rather than fight it, fight it, fight it, and just for one minute just surrender to it. Try and go with it. And try and enjoy it. Maybe the difference between it being a, a hellish nightmare and something which is like a really amazing experience is just your perception. Literally letting go. We'll get more into this actually with psychedelics. And that, and that really that is works. it as well. Like it, at that point, you realise, hang on a minute, this is just this is up to me whether I turn this into a good experience or a bad experience. It felt overwhelming, and it still does. But maybe I can go with this. Maybe I can ride. And when you when you hit that point you've, you've overcome something people think like fighting is brave or, or or whatever like fighting is the bravest thing you can do but actually surrendering to something is yeah. so brave that point where you just like the drug overpowers you but you kind of let it you surrender to you, it you, you just go with the current you, you just do. let it take you you have to do that with when you when you do way for people that don't know is when as we call it in the UK, when you have too much cannabis and it's a bit like an overload, like you white or you or you, you, you green out, green out or you, you pull away. I think that's the most fun term we call it. You pull, yeah, pull I mean away. it's the only uh, real. T- it's the overdose, overdose of, of marijuana, which is yeah. it's kind is, of like the worst that could happen, happen to you. But like ev- everyone's kind of I think whited once because I think you need to. Have, know your limit. Know your limit. Know what your limit. You need to go past the line to know where the line is. What about you? Oh, oh what about you? Dropping profound. Oh, now he's feeling like ancient oh. Chinese proverbs on us. Christ. Well, have you ever whited them, sir? I, I sure I have. I, I can't recall any of them, but I'm pretty sure that I have on many occasions. Oh, 
God, definitely. I, I remember. Yeah, well, I suppose you 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 probably know better because you'll probably be the one that was pointing and laughing at me. <laughs> Taking into the hospital. Yeah, I was conscious. <laughs> yeah, trying to make all the bad things. Trying to stop. You were yeah. the one taking photos, filming, stroking your hand, <laughs> trying to guide you through the madness. The thing is, going back to that for a second, like, in when he's spine. talking about, uh, no, like going back to that for a sec, like him sort of thinking of all the bad things in the world. When you think about it, like what was that? Like someone could say, oh, he's just a, a really paranoid, anxious freak out <laughs> or whatever. But that might have been the first time that he'd ever actually taken a step back and just thought, mm. do you know what? The world is a really fucked up place. Mm. We're killing the planet. We're, we're, we're invading countries, killing people, dropping bombs. This isn't normal. Like, yeah. what he what what he was mistaking for like this, oh my God, I'm freaking out. I'm, I'm thinking of all the bad things. Was actually a period where he should have just been in like silent reflection, just being like, yeah, the world is yeah. crazy. Yeah. And like, yeah. we, need Some... to, we need to change our ways. Like, if the plant was trying to give him some profound wisdom, yeah, but he What's... just wasn't ready for it. So, so someone's like locked right. in their own bubble. They don't actually pull back the curtain to actually reveal what is actually yeah, happening. Yeah, I don't and want to they... see all the bad things in the yeah. world. Well, you need to see them. Yeah. Because it's only if people actually accept what is really going on and what is happening that, you know, we can d do something about it. You can't just bury your head in the sand. But for some people, it's too much. For those ready to accept the messages that are within the, the plant or the medicine or the mushroom or the psychedelic, like if you're ready for it, it will <coughs> kind of reward you. You know, if you go in with the right intent and you're ready to take the information on, you will receive the medicine. But if you're not, it will almost, the medicine will almost become like poison. Yeah. And just like what happened to our friend, it was like it, it will all get too much and you suddenly feel like you're having a breakdown. And and the truth is, he just wasn't he just wasn't ready. You know, I he's mean, not for everyone. <clears throat> Although I must admit, like when you actually do pull, pull away, I don't think anyone is really ready for that. Especially if you've ingested a lot. I've only I remember getting pulling whiteies when I was younger. Like, and it was just like a learning. Yeah, you know, you you, you, you know, get learn you, you learn your limits. Yeah. Like I, I remember the first time you go white as a sheet. Sheet white as a sheet. You 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 your skin prickles. Your skin pickles yeah. across your you face. You get that like hot, cold, cold sweat, sweat. Like when you have a fever. Mm. Yeah, and, and you do feel a bit on edge, like a bit out of it and you don't feel right. I've like been mm. super high, but you just start to feel And your turning. eyes are so red and heavy, you feel like you can barely Base, even open. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I, I remember, I remember that. that. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I, I'm, I'm getting flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, you, if you talk about it a lot, you almost start to feel a bit feverish. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've like had that when I've like, talked about other drugs almost start getting the effect of the drug, but yeah. it, it is breathing um, goes different as well, like more heavy breathing. Like yeah, that. I, I, that that was like what I was getting at. Like first time it happened to me was the breathing. I noticed I was on a school bus and I was really young. I was only like six, fifteen or sixteen. Like we're talking early smoking days there, smoking a bit of hash after school. Me and my friend like sort of having to get our school buses back to different places where we live. And like, I got on my school bus with like, no one who'd obviously been smoking hash with me, only like my friend who was no longer with me. And I was ill, I knew it was happening. Now I had boys on my bus that knew what was going on. And I had boys on my bus who didn't know what was going yeah. on. And I'll tell you what, it was better the ones that didn't know what was going on but leave me alone, other than the guys who knew. 
Yeah. That I was pulling my first whitey and they were not there to help. <laughs> He's greening. Really He's greening. Oh, it was terrible. Like, they were, they, them, they were, they were pulling my ears, blowing, blowing, <laughs> blowing in my ears. So no. it, was oh, it was terrible. I remember by the time I got off my bar bus, I was twice as worse. My mum even said something. I think mum was like, you a bit off colour. I was like, oh, I've yeah, just been a yeah, bit well, away. Right? Off colour? What colour? Yeah. <laughs> been a bit away at school or something. And I remember I came home. I had a chicken pot noodle. That is not your sol- <laughs> that is not your solution to have them pulling away. Yeah, because oh, you babe. know what's coming. Yeah, I mean it. it, it dig- Kids listening. It digested for I don't know one, two, maybe three minutes. Chicken pot noodle as well. Yeah, it come up. Oh up. yeah. Oh yeah, the whitey, the room shaking, the yeah. sweats in my bed. I laid yeah. there semi. The room starts spinning, spinning uncontrollably <laughs> to the point where you can't take it anymore, and then you throw up. Throw up. But then you have this feeling of euphoria. Yeah, because it's like you've released the demons in it. Yeah, it's like once you've thrown up and then like... It's you're, like an exorcist. I felt like I've released the demons. Yeah. Yeah, that's obviously like a, a very extreme experience or like when we talk about our friends or even times where we've like eaten edibles or whatever and gone like lost the plot a little bit. But sometimes these quite severe experiences where you almost feel like you've gone to hell and back or whatever. And we've all had these experiences with like psychedelics and stuff as well, but sometimes they do make the best stories. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like just, just because at, at the time it was a difficult or quite like hellish experience or something, you know, it sort of pushes you. It's like going, it's almost like an adventure story, even though you don't leave your, your front room or whatever, you, you kind of go through all this stuff and then come out the other side of it and you think, oh my God, what a story and like, what a night. And like, you, you know, you don't have to push things to their ultimate extreme, but I do feel like these experiences where you really sort of like push the boundaries and, and you do get so high that you, you, you feel like you're never going to come down, but you do come down and, and, and hopefully you learn from it even if that lesson is like our friend, like, you know, never go near it again, it's not for you. But for other people that kind of actually take it as a learning experience, like, I think it can be very, like, transformative, actually. And, like, I do feel like, I feel like weed has, like, a real stigma about it still. Like, yes, it is legal, say, in Europe, it's legal in Amsterdam. In America, it's legal in... California or legal in LA. Uruguay is decriminalizing Spain and Portugal now. Canada? Well. Canada's oh, legal. Yeah. Canada? Yeah, Canada's legal. Yeah, so there's like places dotted around the world where it is legal, and as far as I know, there's no negative repercussions from this. I mean, no. if anything, the data points towards it having a positive impact overall. Oh, m- massively outweighing the negatives. I mean, yeah. we know the negatives. From, you've got mental illness, history of leave word, but the positives. But then, you know, you could say that with like alcohol as well. Like if you have an addictive personality and you, you're the type of person that suffers from addiction, like an illness, stay away from, from alcohol. But mm-hmm. alcohol is still legal. Mm-hmm. So the reason that, People would sort of be like, oh, ban marijuana is like, well, the way it affects people that aren't mentally stable enough to smoke it. But, yeah, but they would just not smoke it. Yeah. What about the freedom of choice for everyone else? Yeah. yeah. Lily, my partner, doesn't 
drink. She didn't drink alcohol. You know, it's like, I don't know if it's a Chinese thing or just like, her, you know, she just can't, it, she, it makes her have a, like a red flush. I call it the Asian flush. <laughs> that's racist but sure she loves I'll say that. it and she doesn't mind sure she loves it she's getting the Asian flush ooh and like yeah it makes her feel like a bit nauseous one glass or something and she's yeah. like oh I don't really she, feel you know just doesn't agree with her so she just doesn't drink and that's fair enough and some people are like that with weed you know they have like one toke and it's just like boom just doesn't doesn't agree with them mm. but I kind of feel like okay well you would find that out pretty sharpish if you if you smoked it or tried it once and, and you just you wouldn't smoke, smoke yeah, it again exactly yeah but if if someone's like mentally unstable to have weight then they would be mentally unstable to have alcohol as well do you know what I mean? Like, so they're saying, then maybe I'm not articulating it correctly, but what I mean is like, they're trying to say like, it's bad, you know, let's ban that because if someone's mentally unstable, they could hurt themselves, but they can easily hurt themselves with alcohol or anything else. Yeah. yeah. Or like prescription meds. Yeah, exactly. Sure. So, it's so, it's, so you available. can't say that for one thing and, and not the other. No. So like, it's, it's like, an excuse which It's like in work. the uh, Mike Skinner song that we were talking about earlier, he one of the lyrics in that song is how can something with no recorded fatalities be illegal exactly and it's kind of true it's like the only way weed is going to kill you is if a ton of it fell out of an airplane and landed on your head <laughs> yeah for a bad drug deal right <laughs> from a drug deal <laughs> the gone, cartel gone gone out in the airplane <laughs> and tell you what not a bad way to go yeah. <laughs> not a bad way to go yeah, you didn't get smoking. Is the way you would have wanted to have gone? In a puff of smoke? You're like, if there was a, a little warning sign on a box of spliffs rather than cigarettes, it would literally just say, warning, this may make you take life less seriously. <laughs> That's the warning on the front of the box. Because yeah. that is basically it. It's like Cat, Cat Williams said, it's like, sleepy, happy, hungry. <laughs> They're the side effects. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it does have that lovely beneficiary thing to it called fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get some of that fuck it in your system. Get some of that fuck it in you. Yeah. I mean, it does have a great way of alleviating stress. You cannot deny. Yeah. Yeah, like he, yeah, like he talks about like, you're worrying like, how am I going to pay my bills? Your electricity's run out. And then you take a few tokes of that weed and that fuck it gets into your system. And you're like, there's a box of candles. I've just been waiting to light. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, just like, changes doesn't it just changes your perspective on things yeah and then you might just suddenly think like life's problems kind of just dissolve a little because you just think i don't know why i'm stressing about that anyway like life's not so bad like i can like have a little snack watch a movie and just kind of like mellow out just chill a little bit it just kind of like it just makes you take life less seriously now that's part of the stigma because your parents might say oh people that smoke it you know they they just waste their life away but it's Mm -hmm. like in the high pressure society that we're in, actually taking life less seriously sometimes is just the medicine you need. Hmm. Because most of the time we all take life up too seriously. Actually, when I smoke weed and I chill out a little bit, I, I, the, these sort of voices disappear, not voices, that means yeah. <laughs> the voices stop. The voices <laughs> I take a toe, the voices go. <laughs> <laughs> no, like that kind of inner chattering and the kind of fear machine just dies down a little bit and I'm like oh I can take life less seriously for a moment like that's what it does for me 
you could, it's, a, it's a thing that annoys me about weed is that be associated with being sort of dopey like oh he's always dreaming that weed makes you stone so he's always away like all these thought provoking journeys where's that getting him it's kind of weird how that's just been totally shunned from the world it's not even seen like it seemed like it's important i think that's part of the stigma behind weed yeah. it's like it's, but that's where all ideas come from yeah being in that state mm. like daydreaming using your imagination why would they letting not your thoughts run wild that's where every they, good idea ever has come from why would they not want to let you do that is it the fact is weed is that is is that why weed's dangerous is that why it's illegal yeah so you really start to wonder okay like so why is this illegal because cigarettes are legal alcohol's legal you can get prescription drugs which in my opinion of you know devastate far more people than, than marijuana does and you know, you can even get addicted to like headache tablets or whatever. But it's so strange to me that this this plant that grows naturally, you don't have to treat it in any way. You know, it's not like so many other things. This it really couldn't be more natural. And it's something that obviously humans have been interacting with and, and, and thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. Long, long time. Yeah. So for it to be illegal just makes mm. no sense to me. And it makes no sense when there are far more devastating drugs, like say alcohol, for it, for example. Like you think of like all the devastation that comes with alcohol, like people trashing things up in the street, getting Saturday into nights, fights yeah. in pubs, like someone like beating their wife around because they've had too many drinks or urinating in the streets. Yeah, or just like falling over mm. and smashing themselves up. Like the yeah. A&E, like the accident and emergency, every <clears throat> Friday, Saturday night, if you've ever been there, I, 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 I'm, I have, I'm pretty accident yeah. prone, so I've been to eight <laughs> well, A&E Saturday quite, night. quite a few times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's full of drunks. It's yeah, full it of people that have like smashed themselves up because they've fallen off a wall whilst they were pissed or they've got into a fight drunk or you, you name it. But, you know, that's one side of it. Obviously, people getting hopelessly addicted to alcohol is another side of it. And... You know, every homeless person you see on the whole is either, you know, has, has suffered from drug addiction or alcohol addiction, and it is it devastates people's lives. You know, and but but it's but it's legal, and you can overdose and die from it. You could mm. go go into a shop now, buy a whole bottle of vodka, yeah. and down it and, and die, you know. You know, I, I believe it was Cat Williams who said, you know, like, we doesn't kill a single person on this planet, but if you go into pharmacy and buy a box of aspirin, take 16 of them motherfuckers, that's going to be your last ever headache. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. Because you're going to, you know, and we're talking about just... And a, and a box of aspirin costs, well, like, if you go, like, like, budget like, like 50p. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the cooperative yeah. store, cheap, that's chips. And there's also, like, you know, you can buy like bleach and all kinds of toxins. It is like super deadly I mean, do, stuff. Do out we there. know you why? Buy, why? Like, what the reason is? Like, I know. Well, uh, their laws now, mm. and America being one where you used to be thrown in jail for like tens of like yeah. like twenty years, thirty years. I don't know, but I know. I mean, that just uh, seems so wrong that it's yeah. now legal in 
in so Colorado. But there might be people they that are in jail else. there still. Yeah, for, for, I know, but for, but for actually, they, they've understand. started to uh, they started to release them. Yeah, because I think tr- under Trump, they actually did some of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean. That seems fair to me. Like, yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, think, like, especially if they change the law. Yeah, yeah, they can't get them people it, out it of jail. It should have been made illegal. No. Like, it, I'm not being funny. We could take this way back to William Randolph Hearst, like way back in the 1930s in America. No, you know, it, he, he had all the Reef of Madness wait, campaigns. Wait, wait a minute. Right, yeah, yeah. Wasn't yeah, there, when they isn't really there like a, a, conspi- a conspiracy theory, well, something no. to do with like it being cheaper than paper and it no was it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah, a theory right, so it wasn't a, it was true the, was it? a science weekly magazine published it was somewhere in the 1930s don't quote me for the exact date or time but he owned paper mills and basically inside the science magazine he was explaining how the future of hemp was going to change the world considering that they've used it in sales and stuff since the centuries of centuries ago so I, this I, is like I a long I know this is like a long time ago we've been using hemp I mean it makes yeah. oil it would make kill sure. other it, industries. It, it would kill. Yeah. And mainly the biggest one was paper, paper mills. Now, this guy had a lot of paper mills, and he was no way going to let his business go out. Now, he was a powerful man. He had many lobbies, Congress and stuff. It was He was super powerful. And basically what he did was he got these people in lobby to pass laws to say marijuana, or that was the new word for cannabis, is evil sister of hemp, marijuana. <laughs> yeah. They labelled it that to sort of associate it with the Mexicans because it was considered to make Mexicans work shy. Yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. why oh, okay. they so knew with that yeah, 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 yeah. So he pushed this campaign and they basically, from bear in mind, he owned paper mills, he was supplying paper to newspapers it was oh so easy for him to say oh so easy I won't sell you the paper or I'll give it to you but you must print these campaigns yeah and the campaigns if you look back on now are outrageous they're like cannabis the secret killer like these kind of like shock and awe campaigns that now seem ridiculous yeah but it, it was fooling people. It was making people think, oh, my God, this is like a demon drug that is like taking over people's minds and, and sending them over the edge. But that is a major reason, I think, that it's been banned because they they know that the hemp industry would change everything and it would put loads of other industries out of business. But and what, when you think back then, right, because like there's hemp businesses all over the place place now you just think like they, they've kept that it's been made illegal and they've just never undone it even well, though yeah so I think that's a major reason at the start and when you think about it as well like say it overtook like it's kind of mental that we could be growing hemp yeah for paper and things like this rather than chopping down trees so we chop down the size of the Amazon that's the same so- grows size as Germany grows back right? hemp as well. and it's like we could just be growing hemp and cutting that down, which grows back, back as you yeah. said, like, and it's like, whoa, hang on a minute. I, I think we can solve this, but there's so much money in the logging industry and all the rest of it. So I think this plays a major part in it not being decriminalized because there's industry. It's like everything else. Big there's industries that, that have yes. like yes. a lot invested in this and they don't want things to change. And they know that if cannabis become the new big thing, then... It, the the hemp industry could end up putting a lot of other industries out out of business. That's one reason. Mm-hmm. Which is that's I'm one reason. I do believe that another reason 
And I probably think that's the main one because it's always about money and it's always yeah. about power yes. and control and industries and their interests and keeping things how they are to serve the system. We serve the powerful. Every, every time it, is, it, it comes down to that. money. It always comes down to that money, power, control. But aside from that, and I don't know what, what you guys think about this, but do you think that they would want to encourage that many people to... Smoke and think differently about the world, think for themselves, start to think outside the box, start to maybe question life, the the true eye, the nature of reality, the The authority, the authority, the world they live in, society, why things are the way they are. I mean, it does, you know, another warning on the side of the box might be like that. I, I definitely believe that. It makes you think for yourself. Warning. Yeah. <laughs> may may make you think for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> may stop you from being programmed to be a droid. Is that warning is that, you might take control of your own future if you smoke this? <laughs> is that a reason? You know, I, if I, they could tax it and it wouldn't put the other industry, you know, maybe it is more about industry and stuff, but I, a part of me can't help but think they they wouldn't want that many people to potentially like open their minds more. I, well, to, to be honest, I think it's getting to a stage where, like in America, you know, there's so many states that are legalizing it that it's hard to ignore that. And I think the UK will probably see that day. Yeah, yeah, I think so. They've been talking uh, about it because, for a long they, time. How can it they ignore never... all the positive studies of like? what weed does and you know you as you said earlier like you've got I, Portugal you've got Spain you've got all these yeah. other countries that like I, I I honestly think with how things are going at the moment they're like the totalitarian state that is now emerging globally and things yeah. are getting really dark and really extreme very quickly I think that unless things radically change there Maybe something like the legalisation of weed on a global scale. They probably thought, oh, yeah, you know, we sort of seed it out a little bit. But in the plan that we have for the future that we want to usher in at some stage or another, we just scrap all of this stuff, you know, like, yeah, yeah. who knows? We might not like we've, we've got people like Bill Gates telling us now, like, oh, you won't eat meat all the time. Maybe just as a treat, you know, oh, you'll have synthetic meat. So we have synthetic like, weed now. It's like they're telling. <laughs> but, well, <laughs> oh, we've got that already. It's called spice, and yeah. no one should go near Bill that. Bill Gates sh- brand. <laughs> yeah, smoking your synthetic weed. You don't <laughs> need marijuana. You've got to smoke the synthetic stuff. <laughs> it's much better than normal natural. It's because I'm it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I mean, if they're at a point where they're kind of controlling. The air we breathe with the mask controlling, oh, in the future, you're going to eat synthetic meat rather than normal meat. And you won't have as much dairy in your diet and you won't have as much. It's like, okay, you're uh, deciding my diet plans now, are you, Bill? What makes you you think they're going to let you smoke? Do you know what I mean? Like, I I don't think it's something for them to worry about in their current long-term plan. They've kind of like weaned it out over as much time as they could and, 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 and they're probably not that bothered moving forward. But 
I can't see any reason not to legalise weed across the board. I think Especially you, as they could tax it and earn lots of money. If you start yeah. as well. If you start with educate before you legalise, you know, education before legalisation. If you just we know we, we see it enough in pop culture. Don't tell me what kids are kids are smoking younger than ever. So I think it's a perfect platform to get started to be like, yo, we're gonna decriminalise it. Everyone's gotta learn about this from primary school upwards because this is going to be like alcohol this is going to be in our society now there are going to be dangers to it we're going to introduce an age to start from taxable but it seems like it could be a commodity like everything else that we have in life do you know what i mean that it seems like it's that wokeness there's something about that the the, the imagination the, the the way that you can really be and be more connected and be with yourself in part of what I call maybe a cannabis community that I don't think they like because cannabis is community. They don't want community anymore. They want us further apart, if anything. I mean, weed is such a bonding, you know, if you sort of like, you meet someone new, maybe at work or something like that, and then maybe you get a slight indication that they might be a, a pot smoker and you're like, Okay, like, yeah, what, like, do you ever, one of the all time, like, and they're like, oh, yeah, mate, and you're like, perfect, straight away, <laughs> perfect, perfect, <laughs> another fly to the spider, <laughs> why do you have to say it in that way, Dave? <laughs> perfect, perfect, <laughs> sounds like Dale again, <laughs> yeah, no, but you do suddenly think like, oh, yeah, cool, you know, it's like, it is, um, it's not really a community in the sense that, like, you have a badge and, like, mm-hmm. a, a, a little kind of certificate <laughs> and stuff. But you find out someone else is, like, a stoner and it's, like, an instant kind of, like, yeah. bonding. bonding. So, yeah, so it's a mutual respect, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think because people that smoke weed probably haven't smoked it a while. They know what it's brought to their life. You can always know yeah. someone's been digging it's, it's like you're, you're a little... Uh, like nod to each other like we're yeah. we're enlightened yeah yeah, yeah. but that, that's what it, but if you smoked it. it and kept with it like say say someone's reply was well oh, I, mean, I mean I smoked it once but no no you think oh no like straight away you just dismiss them or if they were yeah, yeah you know, sometimes it. you're like yeah yeah like sometimes ain't cutting it you know what I mean there's just not like I mean, you have a few times you're like a few times what last night or last <laughs> ever oh okay <laughs> Like you're not, but if someone's like, "Oh yeah," or you know, like you you got that like lazy bag of like three triple cross hybrids, and he's like, "I puffed a few years ago." And like <laughs> you're not coming around here tonight. Yeah, yeah. I don't think my you're on the bike shit at school. <laughs> I don't think you're ready for the major leagues. Why are you talking to kids, by the way? <laughs> no, I meant. Like... Are you asking kids, dude? <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant. <laughs> I mean, the last time you did it was when you were at school. Oh, no, I'm talking recently. Yeah, yeah. I'm always testing the water with people. Like, even out in the park when I'm walking the dog, like, oh, a few few times I mentioned, like... Because you either do it in two ways. You either kind of, like, probe to see if they're a yeah, smoker. Yeah, you, you, you throw them... Or you just... You throw you, the bait you, out You now. just think, fuck it, I'm just going to announce that I'm a toker. And you're just like, yeah, I was pretty high last night smoking weed. (laughs) (laughs) Like, can we be more blatant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, like, showing off. Yeah, Yeah, having a bit of a chuff on the old uh, Mary Jean. Yeah. Yeah. Smoking the reefer. Pass the doobie to the left hand side. (laughs) Left hand side, was it? I wouldn't know. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, but you do kind of like announce it and like you just think, you know, maybe they're by it's kind of embarrassing if they're like, oh, right. But then like sometimes they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's what you're talking people. about. <laughs> you want to go behind the bike sheds? <laughs> <laughs> go yeah. on, you're going to say something? Me. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. <laughs> Guest of honour! The special guest for today. Who knows whether he's staying or not? The intern. (laughs) Oh, he's a deep part of that. I'm not staying, no. Oh, he is. (laughs) Oh, yeah, what? You were like, I was trialling you. You've got quite a few podcasts. You're just testing this one. Is it not your cup of tea? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You like more really deep fact. I mean, I am sort of thinking at this point, like, have we really taught people much well, about weed? I think ultimately, like, people also have to remember that you only have to type into the internet. This what has cannabis helped? And it'll be like, Parkinson's, yeah, there's more... epilepsy, cancer. Here we go. All these, yeah, all go. these mad Some things that we know that all conventional medicine, like pills and stuff, are meant to help you with. But they keep don't. coming with the hard they facts. They don't. <laughs> they don't. I think really, yeah, they actually just kill you off quicker. Giving what the pills? The real drugs. No, we haven't actually spoke about that. Like the medicinal uses of cannabis. Like it helps people with like... What Parkinson's, arthritis, depression, depression, epilepsy, THC side, right? I mean, even this is the component of PTSD. Oh, yeah, I think even you can treat with PTSD. PTSD, blaze one up. You know what I mean? If you come back from the war, laddery fur. I think it's the difference that we always look at the plant now as two parts, isn't it? Because when we're talking about legality earlier in the UK, CBD is legal in the UK now. CBD. C with cannabinoid. So that is like obviously the muscle relaxant. The even thing. A, even uh, athletes can take even CBD. Athletes well, take what, and they don't play a, a drug test. No, it doesn't ping on a drug yeah. test. In fact, know. if you smoked a joint of like um, THC less CBD weed, if you took a they drug give you a test, high five. A drug test, <laughs> yeah, it, w- it wouldn't even show up because yeah. your cannabis has got no THC in it. Right, and that's the, and that is the fundamental part is the illegal thing that's still but maybe not just that but if we just really the, the medicinal side totally health wise I mean we know THC I mean how kind of ridiculous be, is that though so, like, so the, the CBD part's legal but the THC part's illegal and the THC like, part it's the same is, fucking it's, it's, it's the psychoactive like, part isn't it it's like the yin and the so, yang so they are literally saying it's being banned in the psychoactive part yeah, yeah so then yeah. but don't means, you think it's like the yin and yang like Okay, so you've got the CBD, which is like chilling out and yeah. the relaxant, but then you've got the THC, which is the more kind of like psychoactive. psychoactive I would yeah, say, yeah. 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 So like, the one isn't that, that the kind of okay? That's the yin and yang, like you know, CBD without a THC. Let's face it, it's just a bit fucking lame. And it'll <laughs> be funny if you like, it might have health benefits or whatever, but. You know, Jesus Christ. And a lot, like, of THC, a lot of THC strong weed that's not CBD heavy is a bit too potent anyway. You need a bit of CBD. A balance. Good balance. I mean, that's you what I mean. I wouldn't want to just yeah, smoke yeah, yeah. a straight CBD joint. No, no, I'd be like, what's the not, fucking point? No, no, at the same not. time, if someone would be like, another dab. Like, I don't want to be dabbing yeah, pure that, THC. Mm. I mean, I've done it. Just, I have done it and it was next level high what, I've dabbed did you roll it or no 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 oh da- oh, I think I've seen so it you like I've seen burn it. the cannabis oil yeah, yeah. Burn it to it's, it's you, sort, you know like with like like a, a white 
it's like hot a flame and it and it yeah it's like it kind of like 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 a bomb and you're just burning the pure oil and inhaling it but like a very uh deep inhale kind of like almost like a dmt like you know fills your lungs do a couple of them or or even one of them and you are high as a kite it's like an edible level of high it's like the same level as high as when you like eat but if you think um, if you think you're just kind of you're not smoking in, you know, any of the flour a brownie or something you're not smoking any of the flour it's just it's like oil oil and like the amount you inhale almost like a shisha stuff like I think I remember you saying about this it was like the most stand you've ever been is that right I think at the time yeah yeah that's he was he was pretty it was pretty severe but that's what I'm saying about the yin and the yang it's like okay I'm I'm an experienced enough smoker I've been smoking long enough that I could go to that extreme and have fun with it but someone else if that was their first time they'd literally be at the hospital like oh <laughs> yeah that they're, they're, they're like, 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 well, this is a thing oh yeah they're like oh, they eat all the bad things it's like edible mm-mm dabbing what is, what is the like, thing oh, oh give to, what is the thing <laughs> Americans have done that haven't they they turn it all into like mad culture now with their weed bombs I don't think shows shows and they with long YouTube channels about just getting high you know it's not as underground now it's more like yeah. The head shops used to have little bongs back around where we were, but nothing on this dabbing level. No, I feel like, okay, there's a time and a place for that. Someone's, I mean, pretty cool from an engineering point. Engineering the right word? Yeah, I guess so. Like they've extracted this pure oil and they've found this use for it. And cannabis oils have loads of other uses too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I really do think the plant, nature itself, has given you this perfect yin yang balance of yeah. thc and you must CDC. respect it and but, yeah, yeah okay we we can go in and meddle with it like we always do with everything and hybridization and, yeah and so create on, yeah. good things out of that cbd has like really good medicinal effects and maybe people want them effects without the thc higher which is great but and maybe some people want to just push weed to the extreme and Get and dab or whatever to to go into other realms of consciousness or really push that high to some limit, which is their where prerogative yeah. that they're doing in it from a perspective of like a, like being a psychonaut. So yeah, there's there's good that can come out of both of them, the pure THC or the pure CBD. But I do think that when you're just smoking the plant, just natural as nature intended it that's giving you everything you need and it's kind of up to you and your mental state and your perspective on things and how you how you perceive that experience and take it in and whether you have a good time or a bad time or even if you do have bad times know how to just sort of ride them yeah yeah. get over that initial panic or fear or paranoia and then go through to the other side where you have like a, a a smooth ride, kind of work. You can do it, D. It's whatever floats your boat in this industry, isn't it? At the moment, I was quite interested about the law side at the moment because you know we are sort of tittering and tattering. Cannabis in the UK has been between two reclassifications, hasn't it? Like C to B and B back, or C to B and B back to C. I don't even know which way it is. It might have gone to A for one point. Might no. have been, what is it? It's D now. Isn't it's it? D. Well, this is, is the weird thing, right? I think it's kind of. 
still was annoying issues with it's murky yeah yeah, there's murky laws of cannabis country sometimes you'll be smoking a joint out in public or something and someone might be like oh do you think we'd be smoking it and you kind of think well even if that that copper did see us what they're going to do it's kind of murky in this country you don't really know what is the law on it the reclassification didn't help when they bounced it around a few times I think now there's such this big American hype that's come over and European hype now that almost uh, and and there is kind of weed shops like CBD, CBD shops, shops and stuff. All, so it seems see kind the, of legal. You see like, the leaf around a lot more, don't you? Not just head shops like yeah. back in the day. So I, I have got a slap on the wrist for it before. Yeah, like when when we were kids, we got caught a few times at like, having a smoke, and they just sort of said like, mm-hmm. you know, don't smoke that around here or. You verbal know, warnings yeah ver- I'm giving you a verbal warning warning yeah. if I see you again you know there's going to be trouble yeah. and that was it I think they yeah take down details but not do anything yeah did they ever catch you like in your car or anything because he, like, he doesn't like, drive so. no not in my car or anything but um, just I risk. think but like, they've pulled us the over before something. in your car when it's stank of weed and they didn't yeah. say shit yeah oh, okay. I've definitely been in some cars before and we've Unwound the window and I'm like, oh god! No. <laughs> like, I've, I've been in a we car before think. where we've the window and smoke has bellowed out of the car. <laughs> it, I mean, and, and they still didn't really say much. Yeah, it's, it's true. Was that in my car? No, that was in that was in Gal's car. I, I reckon it varies. <laughs> and again, we're, again, it was in a car park. <laughs> it was in a car park round by these warehouses, and they stopped us, and they were like, "Why are you driving?" Why are you here, basically? Like, why are you doing? Warehouse car park. And Gareth's like, oh, it's like my dad's got a warehouse here. Like, I was just like showing my mates. Like, and like, <laughs> this is after he's unwound the window, the smoke's bellowed out. And he's like, yeah, I'll just show my mates like where my dad works and that. And they were like, right. <laughs> you know, it's like, they knew what we were doing. <laughs> and they just said, okay, well, do you want to just like move along? We're like, yeah, yeah, sorry about that. And I don't think police really want to deal with cannabis now. It's got to the point. They don't want to deal with the paperwork. I think they, have, they understand that it's not as bad as what our pre like. But then Ad has got generation a story. And Adam has got a story no, but, where he got straight up yeah, the, these, arrested. These, these right. He is actually right. He's actually a generational thing now because I think police probably want to deal with it less than they did back in our day but it varies like a couple of instances where I've been stopped and there's been a different completely different outcome and the first one was very early we're talking 18 years ago one of the very first times ooh. caught on it I know ooh careful and a couple of like a couple of friends was working uh, uh, and, uh, I won't name it a high store shopping for food place <laughs> That's a much detail I'll give you on it. <laughs> what when you say it? Say phrase! And uh, anyway, we'd come out uh, for. Uh, I knew. I, I went there briefly, but I met some, as you do, stoners, you know, you throw it down, who smokes me here? And uh, we got out one evening. I barely knew these two guys. We were in the old Vauxhall Nova. I'm sure you two remember mm. the Vauxhall Nova. Legendary. Yeah, what a car. What a car. You know, get the 1.4 sport. Hotboxed <laughs> it many a times. Many a times, yeah, yeah. And uh, we were went to a, not probably a very well-designated place on back roads in like a suburban town. Started rolling up the old hashish. Police obviously had told us, because they arrived, car, 
two police officers and another one arrived, but it pissed off quite quick. They come over to us, same thing, hash been smoked in the car, pulled down the window. They told us, they gave us a warning, said you shouldn't be smoking weed here. The reason we're here, because someone see a car parked outside a house. I know it's like not very well lit, but I thought you might be like robbing us or something. They gave a similar excuse, but they said, we can see it's not that, but you want to yeah, do us- you're clearly high. Clearly high and not doing anything of a sort, because what robbers get high and go robbing anyway. You know? <laughs> I wouldn't, wouldn't recommend it. Wouldn't recommend it. You'd be crashing into everything, <laughs> laughing as you're going. <laughs> oh, are you serious? We're supposed to be dead, robbing match. So as we they gave us I, I explained there was a bottle of WKD in the car. We weren't really up to anything. Didn't have the music that loud. So as we got told enough and told just to move on, not smoke it there, which is quite nice of the two police officers. They actually gave back the driver of the car his hash. They gave it back to him in the matchbox that we gave it over to the policeman. So I've it, had that before. It was they it, giving it back. It was a small and you're kind amount. Of like, That's weird. It's a like, small like, amount. It back, was, like, you know, very small. Like maybe a couple of grams of hash. But still, but still, they 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 wanted to teach almost a lesson that we can be cool. This is pointless. Us taking you in, or even giving you paperwork. This tiny amount of let's just try to do the best thing we can do yeah, it's more it? like them being safe with you and safe enough that you'll maybe think oh do you know what it was cool that they didn't take it maybe let's just be a bit more subtle with this and not go to bait yeah. places which, yeah, which, yeah. Do which it like, did work because then we it found does work that, that, work that gentle approach I think is always better yeah. than them just like I'm going to take the bag of weed off right, you and you know, as a kid yeah. or something you're going to be thinking like the fuck like they're probably going to smoke it or like why do they have to do that or whatever? And it might make you hate cops more and mm -hmm. make you be more like unruly and like, fuck yeah. the police. Whereas if they're actually a bit safe to you, they're like, look, take it back, just smoke this somewhere. It's yeah. not as public, public as this. Yeah. Like, do exactly. yourself a favour exactly. and you think, oh yeah, I sort of thought, oh, I've got off lightly and I, and I won't do that again. It has taught me that lesson. It does work. Well, but what was the time where you told me you got stopped it, for basically it, like it works. It like, works in parallels. So this is the thing, because this is why the law is so vacant and I don't think understandable in the UK or maybe it's just at a police officer's will I'll leave that up to our listeners to decide maybe but I got stopped then only a matter of years later late night admittedly later than it was but I was local to where I lived so I was walking home from friends smoking a joint about midnight you know maybe half 11 2001 in the headphones still blaring yeah yeah steel yeah so steel rolling up my roll steel smoking a joint I was like cautious, they passed me. I was 300 metres from my house, two turns of a road. Uh, they they turned around, so I was like down to the roach, like the last sixth of my joint. I use it in fractions, it's a good way to describe it. It was like the last sixth ahead of the joint. And you smoked to the roach. And I smoked to the, I rolled to the roach. <laughs> so, you know. I don't I, just smoke to the roach, I roll, roll to, to the, the roach, bitch. Oh yeah. So I'm sort of like thinking, you know what, they've just turned around. I'm flicking this. So I flick it behind me. I'm taking about five 
paces forward. Mm. They've already jumped out, and pulled over, and, <laughs> and jumped, out, jumped out the car. I'm like, first of all, I'm like, why are they getting out of the car? I'm like, I'm on my own. I'm like, it's cold. It's November, man. It's chillums out there. I've got my jacket on. And I'm like, just get the sort of subtle approach. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, walking home for my friends. <laughs> Real subtle. <laughs> Real subtle. Like, you know, like. What are you doing? What else could I Where be possibly doing? I'm standing on two feet. I'm suckling oxygen, you know. <laughs> what else could I really describe? Am I actually doing in this moment? <laughs> I'm talking to you. That's yeah. another thing. You're stopping me from going home. So, in the freezing cold. <laughs> so, can we just skip along to what, what you want of me? Because that's clearly what you want because you got yeah. out of the car and you've yeah. seen me for no reason and I'm yeah. not like dressed like a hoodlum or nothing yeah. you know so next thing you know um, I sort of like think oh what's, I think it's not going to be nothing and he's like gets a smell of the refit in the air and he goes behind me and another one's already got out then and he's sort of stopping me from walking anywhere and he goes and picks up the roach and he's like is this yours and I'm sort of like no well I can't I can't leave the night because it's still puffing away and the cherry's still burning so I'm like yeah that is mine and he was like, you better get in the car. I was like, excuse me? And he's like, well, first, we just want to check you for weapons because that's the reason why we stopped you. I was like, oh, is that's convenient, isn't it? Like, at that moment, that's the reason you stopped me. And I was like, why? What, what's going on? Why am I, why have you even got to search me? And he's like, well, one, you thought you got a roach, so you probably got drugs on you. And I was like, I haven't. That's the last of my weed. That was all my weed. That was all my weed. Just like a burning roach, that was all my weed. And then I was you like, had, you didn't have any and, and, more on you. No, and it, so I was like, and now Fuck you want to search? Last... Now you want to search yeah. me as well? So I'm going to take my jacket off in the middle of winter. Can running. I even do that? Yeah, well, this is what they Where's where's the power in that? So he's like, all right. Well, See, this is where it gets all murky, murky for me. Really like, murky. Can they do that? Do that. Like, so can, have to get, I don't feel like they can. They have to like, get in the no, car, no, and he's no, like, yeah, stop and search you for no reason. I've got to do you. He's like, I've got to do you for possession, and I was like, possession of watch. And he held up the roach in the cars, as in the back. And he's like, tanker down, they call it the yellow card, and they give in the UK. And he was like, holding up. And he was like, this. And I was like, it's a roach. And he was like, and he was like, you know what we're going to do? And I was like, we are going to take this down to the police station. And I was like, I'm, do what? Smoke the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go down very well. I have to admit on mic now for everyone to see. That went down like a fucking lip balloon. They didn't like that one bit. And they were like just going really, They didn't realise you were yeah. joking. Not old. I guess they would be taking you and the roach. <laughs> oh, well, they knew I was joking. They fully knew that like, I was trying to take the piss. Which, I, yeah. which I'm not being funny. If anything longer, then I should, should be a sense of me. I don't think you should even be able to do anyone for trace. Yeah. I mean, like, Can so, you like this roach? So yeah. anyway, so like, just give me, give me my details. Give me the old like, catch you again. And that's it. We're going to fight you. And I was like, you have to be. I, was like, I tried to be, be quite nice. I'm like, look, you have to understand here. I'm walking home. You've just stopped me out of nowhere. And now you're trying to tell me you've given me a warning for cannabis. And he was like, shoot me smoking then. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. And that was, See, and that and was the end of it. Out yeah, of the car, like, walked right, to the other okay, car. Yards. And like, how sort of mixed messaging is this then? Because earlier on in life you had experiences similar to mine where it'd been like slap on the wrist like look don't do it round here and then suddenly in later life you you know chuck a smoked joint like a roach to the ground and suddenly you're getting nicked and put in the back of a police car so it does feel so murky actually like crazy what the repercussions of this are going to be and and it's always that thing like if you ever get into the conversation with someone like do you think that we get stopped or something like that? And then you kind of think, well, what would they actually do? 
And the answer is you kind of don't know because you're like, well, depends what kind of cop they are, I guess. Mm. And 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 that is mental when you think about it. If the fact that they, the law can't even position, the law can't even position themselves strongly enough on the issue that the fact that they would prosecute some and let others go, for God's sake. Let's just be done with this whole cannabis talk and just get some legalization and get some education. Well, and we just start that, like, again. Were you, know? you allowed? You know, was it lawful that you were stopped and searched? Not I guess in the first place, no. he, if he said, like he said to you, "Oh, we we have uh, sus- you know suspicion that you're carrying a weapon or something," and you sort of wonder, "Oh, would that be enough then?" But or, he didn't say that. He just got the hong of it in the air. Yeah, right. He got the right. Okay, so it could have been like the suspect was. You know, we thought that they they had possession of drugs, and it's like, is that enough? Like, again, and, and and we did sort of delve into this a little bit in a previous episode where we talked about school and stuff, and we were sort of like, you never really taught your your rights. Mm. Yeah, you know, you're not taught the law in terms of if you get stopped on a street, like a policeman is allowed to stop and search you or not, yeah. or yeah, you know, you're not really told any of this. So when you get to like. And and your parents don't know either, unless they're in law enforcement or you know have a you have a relative in law enforcement. Well, then you might be a little bit more wised mm. up to the law. Yeah. But like your average person, they sort of don't know what their rights are. And I, and I, and I want to be talking about this more when we go into the pandemic and a lot of the unlawful things that are going on during the pandemic. Because again, I don't think people quite know their rights, what they can refuse what they don't have to comply with. Mm-hmm. And it's like the same with the same with this whole cannabis issue. It's like we're at the point now where I think everyone, you know, the stigma is is dying. They can't paint it as this demon drug that they used to back in the, the time that we were talking Reef about. madness! <laughs> talking about before. That just doesn't cut it anymore. And when pl- other places in the world have legalised it and had nothing but positive repercussions from that it's hard to put that argument forward mm. so there is really no reason that it shouldn't become legal world over very soon well, what's happening <laughs> i want to i want to thank our very stoned special guest tonight he's almost nodding off at this point d fran the no. d meister thanks for having me D bunker, yeah, the D, the big D bunker, conspira D. Oh damn, conspira D. Conspira I mean, D. That, is... that should be your new Nick one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Part of this elite conspira D. Conspira D. Party of three. That's great. Thanks, thanks for having me. I was, I really enjoyed it, mate. Thanks for having us. But yeah, yeah, I felt like he. <laughs> thanks for gra- over. Thanks, thanks for gracing us with your presence once more. I mean, you were compass mentors for most of it. Yeah. You were nodding off slight, slightly at the end. Yeah. I, you, know, I, I, you were losing me. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that episode of The Schism. We've got plenty more episodes on the way. In the meantime, follow us on our Instagram at schism.tv and keep watching the skies. Mm-hmm.